Hey, what is up, Optimal Achievers? Today, I want to talk to you about how your struggles or how your hardships in life can be defining moments for you, can be moments that will bring you to another level. Right now, this year, it's actually been a very, very tough year for me. One of the toughest years of my of my life and um, I've gone through a lot and uh, and even though I'm going through this I not only do I stay positive but it excites me it, it really does excite me it um and I'll tell you why um, so a lot of times when we're going through you know tough times it's it's easy to feel like the victim it's easy to feel like life isn't fair and to look at the negative because it's all around you. But what I have noticed is that who, like whoever story you look at, like, you know, people that do amazing things in this life, people that have changed millions of people's lives, like a lot of them come from hardships. Like they come from, um, you know, very hard situations that some, even most people won't ever experience. I'll give you an example. Oprah Winfrey right everybody knows oprah and how much she's done with her show and with her businesses but at an early age oprah winfrey was abused sexually she was abused emotionally you know as a child she was abused and um she had a hard upbringing but it is because of that hardship that lit a fire in her to help others to not allow you know whoever she came across to not allow them to go through the same experiences that she went through like or to help them be strong enough to overcome she wanted to help people uh you know overcome these situations because she experienced it and you know so basically what i'm trying to say is that there's a huge pendulum swing or there's a pendulum swing right pendulum swing is goes back and forth you know it's it's it goes back back and forth the equal amounts right so if the pendulum swing goes far one way it's going to go really far the other way if it goes uh, only a little bit one way it's it's going to go back a little bit the other way right so it depends on on how much you know you're getting in your pendulum swing that will dictate how much you're going to go on the other end so if you're going so the harder stuff that you go through in life that that it's just going to mean that that it's going to be that much stronger for that pendulum to swing the other way and that's why i'm excited because this has been a tough year for me and i know for a fact that this year is a defining year for me it is a defining year because it is going to bring me to a whole nother level because it has lit a fire in me a fire to really commit you know to 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 my vision to to my mission in life to really commit to what i know i need to do so that i can accomplish the goals that i have in my life and so that i can be stronger and more prepared for when problems arise because here's one thing that i think a lot of us try to do is that we try to eliminate problems but their problems are always going to exist in our life I mean, we have the biggest problem that nobody can escape, which is death. 
So problems are always going to come. There's always going to be deaths in our life and including ours, our, our, our own. So there's always going to be problems. You know, something's going to happen in the house. Something's going to break. You know, you're going to lose some money here and there. You know, there's going to be some sickness in, in, in somewhere in your life, whether it's you or somebody else. You know, and so these problems are always going to come. So the goal is not to remove the problems. The goal is to become stronger, to, to become um, capable of overcoming those problems, to be, to be more resilient, right? So I think, so everybody has dips in life, right? There's, there's good moments and there's bad moments. The problem is when the dips get too low, when you allow something to dwell in your mind and grow and, 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 and become worse than what it actually is. And the other problem is to dwell in that too long, right? So when you have a dip in your life, you know, the goal is to not let it make you go too deep and for you not to stay there too long. And that's what successful people do. It's not that they've overcome their, it's not that they've eliminated their problems, is that they're able to overcome them really quickly. So when they're having a bad day, they have, ne- we all have negative thoughts, everybody does. It's just that the most success- successful people don't allow themselves to stay there real long. Like they're, they're just there for a brief time and they're able to get themselves back up. Um, and that's the key to, to, to grow, like to, to embrace the, the struggles and the obstacles in your life to be able to grow you so that you can become stronger and more equipped to handle them. So that when problems arise, which they will, you'll just be better prepared and you'll bounce back so much faster. And that's why these problems and these hardships and these obstacles in life, they excite me because I know that those are the opportunities for me to grow and become somebody greater that I wouldn't have been, a- been able to become if I didn't, oh, didn't have those, you know, um, those adversities in life, right? It's kind of like, you know, going to the gym, like the only way you're going to grow a muscle is if you stress the muscle, if you put it under pain, if you put it under stress, that is how it's going to grow. But if you don't work it out, it's not going to grow. It's the same thing in life. I mean, these are the basic fundamentals of life, you know, like, and we tend to avoid it. We tend to avoid, you know, obstacles and we tend to play it safe all the time because we don't want to get out of our comfort zone. You know, but those are the moments that you're going to grow. And those are the moments that they're, they're actually opportunities for you to become somebody greater. So this year, I just want to kind of run uh, by you like the, the year that I've had. So you can kind of see where I'm at and why there's I have such a such excitement and such a passion and fire and drive in me this year. It all started uh, back in December when we hired a contractor to do a job, to, to remodel our entire house. We we're just ready to, re- to remodel our entire house. And uh, we found a contractor working in, in our house and he was working next door. And um, so we asked him, we said, hey, do you do, you know, do you remodel houses? He's like, yeah, I do everything. And then we're like, wow, that's great. And then he's like, oh, I, I, I'm working across the street in, in your neighbor's house, two of your neighbor's house. I can show you my work. And we were like excited. We're like, yeah, absolutely. You know, just to be able to see people's work that, 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 that shows you if, you know, if they're capable of producing the style that you want. And, and we wanted to see what he was able to do. So we went across the street and went to the two houses. And when we opened the door, I mean, these places looked completely different than our house. 
and it was beautiful. Uh, one of them had a loft space, and the and the loft, like the loft uh, wall, was a window to the living room. It was beautiful. Like you can see right through the loft, and it made the house look big, and it just looked very modern. And the other house was uh, had a huge kitchen, just beautiful. And he's and we're like, wow, this is great work, you know. So we got really excited. Um, the work was phenomenal, and uh, and and we got really excited. So we're just like, hey, what would you charge us to to remodel our house? And he gave us an exceptional deal. And um, what what started to happen was that so we so he started working in our house, and in order for us to do this, we had to uh, refinance the house. We didn't have, we had like a little bit of money in savings, and we had to refinance the house, and um, and. And so we refinanced the house. We got the money, and we we kind of made an agreement with this guy. He said he was a general contractor, um, but what started happening is that we started giving him money, and this guy was he was very good at what he did. And ultimately, what happened was that this guy was a con artist, and he would pull some money from us because he would need money for materials, which was fine. And then we would be at Home Depot or something, and you know, I wanted to buy his stuff for him to install. He said, oh, make sure you have this, you know, these things so that when I'm ready to install it or when I'm working on that area, I can just go ahead and install it. So I was I was like, yeah, fine. So uh, we would be at the store and I'll say, okay, these are, these are the ones that I'm gonna get. And, and then he would be like, oh, um, I, I get a discount with a guy that, you know, uh, you know, a contractor is always gonna have connections. So he's like, oh, I could get a discount on that. So just, you know, give me the money and I'll get it from the guy. So he would, I would give him the money and he would say, yeah, I bought it. It's at the house. Like, so he kept on doing things like this. The other thing he would do is he would start on one area of the house. And then he's like, look, you know, the electricity and the plumbing and this and that. If I, if I start working on it here and then I close up this area, when we work on the next area, um, I'm going to have to open this wall up again and, and, and run the plumbing this way. He goes, we, we might as well just do this area too. So he started to gut the bathroom. He started to gut the attic because he was creating a loft. And uh, he, the, the reason why he would do that is because he knew he could ask for the, for the money for the materials. So this guy, this guy was a, was a pro. And he had stories. He had the perfect way to maneuver every step he deceived us the whole way through. He had stories of death, of his mom dying, of his dad committing suicide. Of um, He had stories of, uh, of his past and how he was a Navy SEAL and this and that. He had these outrageous stories. And it just started to, you know, at first, you know, it was like everything was great. Everything seemed believable because, because the houses he showed us, I mean, the work was there. We saw it tangibly. And then, and then what, what ended up happening is that we got an email from from the uh the association and he said hey uh the, the the manager of the association and he said hey look i got an email from um from your neighbors that they said that they, they really wanted us to let you know that the contractor you're working with he's he's uh to be very careful because he stole our money and at first i was like I, at first i didn't believe it and the reason why is because this guy already planned ahead and he started to tell us stories about the neighbors and how they were psychopaths and how they were uh they would change everything and then he'll get stuff done and then they'll change everything again and and how they had a fallout and how the guy came and threatened him and so he made me believe that the neighbors were crazy 
and that they threatened him with a gun and and i mean the guy just has story after story after story so at first when they when the association managers sent us this email i didn't believe him i didn't i didn't believe him because i was thinking my contractor told me about this guy and this guy's crazy so uh, he's probably just has um he's probably just doing it in spite of what happened and um and so I, at first, I kind of ignored it, and I told the association manager, I said, hey, look, you know, we, we already know the situation, and, and thank you for letting us know, but we'll, we'll tread, you know, we'll tread carefully. But then he sent us another email, and he said, another email, and he said, hey, look, the neighbor said, whatever you do is fine. If you don't want to talk to the neighbor, if you, whatever, whatever you believe about him is fine, but just read this email that he sent. And when I read that email, the neighbor basically outlined every single lie that this guy had told us every single move that he had done with them and it was literally to the t exactly what he was doing to us and that at that moment i felt sick to my stomach i felt sick to my stomach because i i i started to believe oh my gosh this guy is doing all of this and and so i immediately said hey i want to to the neighbor i said hey i want to meet up with you guys i want to talk about exactly what happened and see what's going on when we come to talk to the neighbors, we had a meeting like the next day or so. He tells us the whole story of how this guy's a criminal, uh, how he's a con artist, how he's done this many times before. He pulled up all his records, his court, uh, his court uh, appearances, everything. I mean, the guy, just put it this way, the guy did not have anything under his name. He had no assets whatsoever because he knew that if anybody was going to sue him, they, would, they, they won't be able to sue him for anything. So he, he had, I mean, he had every step covered. Like he's just, he's, he's a pro. And uh, I know we made mistakes, but I think the biggest mistake or the biggest manipulation was that we actually saw the houses and we saw the work and we were, we, we were willing to work with this guy because I come from a culture that, you know, one, we're good people. So I don't really, you know, my lens, the lens that I have to see the world is not, I don't assume people are criminals, you know? I have yet to have met a criminal. I don't think I've ever met a criminal that has, you know, personally like that, that I, that I know personally that does huge crimes like that. And, um, and, but the, 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 the biggest thing that deceived, or, or and the other thing is that I come from a culture that we kind of like, you know, we're, we're like, Hey, uh, yeah, we'll do that. You know, uh, I'll do that work for you for cheaper. You know, we come from that culture where it's like, you know, we got, we're, we're, I'm a, I come from a Spanish culture and we all kind of like get each other's back. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll hook you up with that. We'll do it under the table. You know, like you, 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 you get it at a reduced price because this guy's, or you have a friend of a friend that he'll do it because he does some handy work or whatever. And, um, and for the most part, it works out. The problem is that when it doesn't work out, you lose money, obviously. But for us, the problem is that it happened in the worst possible situation. We fell for this guy and this guy com- completely deceived us and manipulated manipulated us and and I, what i was going to say is that the biggest deceive the the biggest thing that deceived us was that we saw his actual work but when i spoke to the neighbors and i said but look at the work he's done like i mean at least even if he stole your money and this is what they told us that he stole their money one guy he stole thirty eight thousand, the other guy twenty four thousand, and he said that he starts to work he he guts things and he he and he does just barely enough to look like he's doing something and then he starts to procrastinate and he starts to he really starts to like show that he doesn't not know what he's doing and um and um so when i asked the neighbors i said but at least look at your houses they look great and he said he didn't do none of this this was work from before so the guy literally had their keys because he was trying to do some work 
But when he showed us the places, when he showed us the houses, he told, he lied to us and told us that he did the work that was there. And it wasn't true. He had only done a little bit of work. And the work that he was doing from what the neighbor said was that it was dangerous, that it was horrible, that it was structurally unsafe, electrically unsafe, and that they had to pay a lot of money to fix it. And at that moment, I was just like, man, I was like my heart sank. And I'm like, I cannot believe that we just given this guy all this money. Like we giving them all this money, like, and the house started to look good, you know, it started to take some shape, but he said, yeah, it's starting to take shape, but behind the walls, the guy is not putting the thing, like he's not doing things right. And I was just, I was sick to my stomach. Like I literally, like, I've never felt, I felt like I was about to throw up, you know? And um, so, now I'm I, now I'm still I mean the, the the contractor doesn't know that I know and now he's still working in our house and I'm trying to like figure things out and I'm trying to figure out what am I what am I gonna do do I just tell this guy that that I know that he, what he's doing or or do I let him continue to the work to do the work and try to get the most out of him and little by little I started to ask him hey where's where's my appliances that you said are you know like let's go get them and then I started to notice he was he was like. He was kind of delaying, like lying and delaying. And I just knew in that moment that this guy had not, nothing of ours. He was lying the whole time. He didn't have the, the equipment he said he was buying. He didn't have all the materials that he said that he had at, at his house. You know, all the materials that he had to build a kitchen, to build the... I mean, the story goes on, but this guy basically like lied to us. And when we finally found out and we got people to come check the house, um, they said, yeah, this electrical stuff has to be redone. The plumbing has to be redone. The, the loft space he built has to be torn down and redone. And, and, and I was just like, all right. I said, it happened. That's it. You know, it is what it is. We just got to move forward from here. And, um, and I'm telling you, like, so this is, this is the, the sum of what happened. We took out all the, we took out, we refinanced the house. So our mortgage payment went up, Right. That's one thing. Our mortgage payment went up. We, we lost a grant that we had with the city of Davie. And we had, it was a grant for, I think, $33,000. And we, it's like, basically, it's prorated. So every year you cash in some of the money. And we had $24,000 left on this grant, meaning that it was free money that we get towards our mortgage every year we stay in that house. We lost that grant. We gave this guy $27,000 from the refinance. So because of the situation, we, we lost the $27,000 that we gave to him. We lost $24,000 from the grant. And then just to fix all the damages that he did, I told the guy, get out of here because you don't have our stuff. You know, if anything, in my mind, I was just thinking, we'll take you to court and, and we'll figure this out somewhere. But I don't want you to touch anything else in my house because all he's doing is making things worse. And the more damage he does, the more I'm going to have to pay to, re- to, re- to, to repair everything. So $27,000 from the money we gave him, $24,000 from the city grant that we lost. And then we had to spend $9,000 just to get our house back to a back to a state that we can start remodeling, right? Just getting all the structural stuff and the electrical stuff and the plumbing stuff just back to normal. I mean, this is without a, our kitchen is gone, is gutted. Our bathroom is gone. Everything is gutted. So we've lost everything. The guys, we sold our, 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 all of our appliances. We had nothing. We had nothing. So total, we lost $60,000. And I'm telling you, this is, and, and we're out of our house because we start, we st- we're staying at our in-laws house. So, th- so in the meantime, while he was remodeling. So because of the whole situation, we lost $60,000. 
and we've been we've been out of our house, or we were out of a out of our house for six months. And I'm telling you, I've never, as a grown adult, have cried. And I'm not even talking about crying. I'm talking about sobbing. I've never sobbed more in my entire life than this year, because of how angry I was that this guy stole everything from us. Because of uh, you know, just it was hard. Like it's just you know, it, it hurts. You know, and and you know, it's a lot of money. You know, for someone it might not be a lot of money, but for us, it's it's uh, it's everything. Right, we had no money in our savings. We're wiped out, and every single month I have to pay a mortgage that is higher. That is higher because of this guy. Because so we pay sixty thousand dollars for us to pay a higher mortgage. Incredible, and that's just part one. So that's so we lost our house. Let's just say that. The second thing was that I um I I had a cozy job right. And obviously my goal is to get out of a job. But in the meantime, I had a great job where I can build my business, um, uh, you know, outside of my uh, outside of work, obviously. But I had a good job where where it was comfortable enough for me to be able to build my business. You know, it wasn't stressful. It was very easy going. And I had a friend that I had met through another project that we did collaborated on before. And he asked me to come join him in his startup company where um he was doing an online academy and I'm a very entrepreneurial so when I see an opportunity I take it where I see an opportunity that might give me a greater return for the risk I take it and the return seemed greater than the risk and because I would I would have been able to get partnership in this company and make more money if the company grows then I make more money where at my job it doesn't matter what I do I just get paid what I get paid you know so I, I, you know, I told him I, and I kept on, I kept on re- having him to confirm and reassure me that if I leave my job and I go work for you, are you going to be able to pay me? Are you going to be able to match my salary? Because I cannot leave. I have, you know, my, my family, like we're, we're living paycheck to paycheck. I have no room, you know, no room for, for us, you know, for, for a, a getting paid less, a, you know, a lower salary. And he's like, yeah, no problem. We got you. So. I took the plunge and, and I went to work for him. And um, and at first things were great because it was a fitness online academy, so I was able to work out and, and, and you know the guys that were there were really cool and you know everything was going great. But um, little by little I started to notice that uh, you know we, we I came in to help with business strategy, with marketing and uh, and I have a skill my skill set is all creative work, so you know video work photography graphic design and and so what i was working on there most of the time was graphic uh uh, just creating you know uh, assets right just creating uh, motion graphics and graphic design and photography and all that and i was telling them like we got to make certain you know in my mind i'm thinking you're bringing me in to really help you build this company and to push it forward and i started bumping heads with the um with the owner because they were focused on things that weren't bringing money into the company like they were trying to perfect certain things that i know doesn't really change the bottom dollar and they weren't focusing on what was truly going to build that company and um and i just felt that every time that i had a a suggestion and it it was just it was there was it wasn't welcomed you know it was like yeah 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 but this is the way we're doing it you know and um 
in my mind it's fine it's this company so yeah absolutely do it the way that you feel you want to do it but i feel like you're 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 paying me a lot of money like i'm not cheap i'm expensive like you're paying me a lot of money to do stuff that you can pay someone else to do that that would you know the work would be just as good and you could pay them a lot less in order for you to take advantage of me use me for 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 my knowledge for my strategy for you know for my business knowledge for my marketing knowledge so that we can grow this company and it just wasn't happening so we're we would we would bump heads here and there and then ultimately like it just didn't work out you know it just that the the, the the partnership didn't work out and um and we had like a little fallout and i lost my job so now i lost my home right that was the first thing now i had lost my job and so i was like fine no problem i just go back to my old job right just in the meantime as i'm building my business right i'm building optimal achiever i'm i i need at least a job to 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 be able to provide for my family and for us to pay our mortgage and stuff like that and when i go back to to my job they're not doing so well financially and they're not able to rehire me so now i'm panicking i am like i am so now i lost my house and i lost my job and um and now I'm like, oh my gosh, like, okay, no, like, I just gotta, I gotta, I gotta get a job, just something in the meantime. And I start applying every single day to, 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 to a job, you know? And, um, I'm telling you, like, this year has been so hard. Like, I'm panicking. I'm so stressed out about the house. My wife is, has a lot of pressure. She's stressed out. And I'm just like, I feel like as a man, I mean, it doesn't have to be a man. It can be a man or a woman, but like, as a human being, I feel like I need to contribute to this family. As a family man, I feel like I need to contribute to this family. Like I, I got to fight for this family and I felt like I was failing. Like I, I was really failing. You know, I had no job. I couldn't provide for my family. And we were in, in the time when we needed the money the most. We needed the money the most. And um, the, so I was without a job for about three weeks. And those three weeks were so hard. I was, I was crying you know, crying like every single day because I was just so upset. But it's, but, but here's what, what was funny about it. Even though I was crying, it wasn't always tears of like distraught, you know, like I wasn't just crying because, because of what was happening that was bad. But I was high, I was crying because there was a fire that was growing inside of me. And, 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 I, and, I, and I knew from the very beginning, I knew, and I promise you, I knew this from the very beginning because I've conditioned my mind for so many years to look at the positive. I was crying because I was so excited of how I knew, I knew that this type of hardship was going to light a fire in me. This type of hardship was going to really, really push me to have my biggest breakthrough in life. And I knew that this year was going to be the defining year, the defining moment in my life where things finally change. And I knew that this was going to spark it. I knew it. And it, and it is. And, 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 and so that I was excited, you know. And um, so on top of those things, like losing my house, losing my job, we also lost our cat, which is the first time that we lose a pet. Our, our cat got ran over. And um, this was happening in the mix of it. And of course, you know, uh, we cried for that. We grieved our cat, you know. And so that all that happened. And then recently, uh, my, my, my wife got rear-ended in our van. And um, she got rear-ended from the back. 
and that it, that that the, the impact pushed her car to hit the car in the front. Our car got smashed, and we lost our car. And here's the thing: the insurance company, the uh, settlement amount was less than what we owed on the on the van, and the lady that hit her had no insurance. So now we get crashed by someone like we're good people and we do things right we have insurance the person that didn't have insurance did did the wrong thing right they got into a car accident and now good people right we lose our car and we still owe two thousand dollars on our on our car meaning that we lose our car and we still have to pay two thousand dollars so it's like so in that moment too, you know, my wife's like, oh my gosh, like everything's bad has happened to us. And I'm like, no, baby, we got to stay positive. We got to look at the positive. You know, it is what it is. We can't control that. We got to focus on what we can control. We got to look at the positive. There's people who are, who are going through so much worse. And, it, and we, you know, like fortunately nothing happened in the accident. And you guys are okay. But it's still in that moment, it's okay to, it's okay to feel angry. It's okay to feel frustrated. You know, I told my wife, like, I'm not... I'm not dismissing what's happened to us. Like, it's okay. We, we, we grieve it. We, we, we let the emotions out. Don't ever let the emotions bottle up. Let them out. But don't stay there too long. Then it's time to fight. Then it's time to grow. Then it's time to overcome. And that's why I'm so excited. So we lost our house. We lost my, I lost my job. We lost our cat and we lost our car. And that is why I'm so freaking excited. Because I know the pendulum is about to swing. And these, all these moments is what's lit a fire in me to finally make this business happen. And I promise you that for so many years, I was dabbling. I was not doing what I knew I needed to do. And this year is the first year that I feel like I'm doing what I actually needed, what I actually need to do. And I'm facing the fears that I've had that have held me back. I'm facing the fears straight up and I'm doing exactly what I needed to do. And I'm not focusing on things that don't push the business forward. I'm focusing only on the things, the scariest things that I know would push the business forward. And that's, that, you know, that's what excites me. And, and, and to this morning, as I was leaving, I was talking to a neighbor because they're like, hey, you guys are back. And, and, and I was like, yeah, we're back. And, and then she's like, you know, it's been a long time. And, and I explained to her what happened, just kind of like I did to you guys. I explained to her what we've been going through. And then she's like, wow, that's, that's, you know, like, I'm sorry to hear that. And I said, no, I said, I mean, I said, I didn't say no. I said, I said, yeah, it's, I know it's been tough, but I said, I have a positive outlook on life. And I look at these moments and I say, these are opportunities for me to grow. And these are opportunities, you know, for me to, to, to become more resilient and for me to, you know, to, 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 when you go through this stuff and you overcome, now you can teach people to overcome those situations or to teach people to prepare for those situations. And that's why I said, you know, so I, I told her, I said, I'm, 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 I see it as a, as a positive thing, as an opportunity. And then she started to say, yeah, you know what? Like I, I, I have a, a, a friend that, that their daughter passed away from a brain tumor. And I was like, oh man, I, that, I, that sucks. I'm so sorry to hear that. And she's like, yeah, but you know what? Like they took that in. And, and, and they adopted a child and, and, and you know, this is a chapter that closed and a new chapter that opened. And, um, and then now they started a nonprofit, you know, helping. Also, so they adopted a child and they realized how bad it was that these children um, have been abused and neglected. And, and, and they felt so good, you know, being able to, like, care for someone and give them a good home. And, 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 and you know, so now so then they, she told me that they started a nonprofit to to i don't know if it was to bring awareness or to you know to help this cause but you notice how something 
you know, when people think that things happen for a reason, that happened to them. I, I'm not saying that this is the reason why it happened, but because it happened, it gave them a reason to start something amazing. And now they're helping people. Now they have a mission. And it is because of something that they, you know, hardship in their life that was really, you know, impactful to them, was really, you know, it, it, it really hurt. And now they're able to use that pain to help other people. And that's, that's the message that I'm trying to give you guys today. Like when you're going through hardships, when you're going through struggles, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be painful. It's going to hurt. But that pain is what's going to drive you to help others. That pain is going to drive you to help others. And that's why I am excited. Even though I've had a tough year, I'm super positive about it. I'm super optimistic about it. And I'm super excited about it. Because I know that the pain that I've gone through this year is what's going to fuel me to help others. It's what's going to fuel me to make this business work. And it's what's going to... Co- It's going to fuel me to stay 100% relentlessly committed to my mission in life. And problems won't go away. They'll never go away. They're always going to come. And it's not, the goal is not to eliminate them. The goal is to become better prepared to overcome them. You know? So... With that, guys, you know, this is where I'm at right now. I'm building my business and I'm committed to it because I want to help people be prepared for when moments like that happen. You know, even though I lost a lot of money, my, in my mind, I'm thinking the problem is not the, the guy. It's not the con artist because that's out of my control. That can happen at any moment. At any moment, someone can rob my house. My house can burn down. Like those things are out of my control. So I don't focus on that. I don't say, oh, it's, you know, oh, it's because of that guy. That guy did you wrong. Like, yeah, but that's out of my control. I don't focus on that. The pro- that's not the problem. The pro- Anything that's out of my control is not my problem. The problem is that I didn't have money to begin with. So that that affected me so much. If I was a millionaire and I lost $60,000, it wouldn't be that hard. It wouldn't mean, it, won't, it would be like me losing $20. And that's what I'm preparing for. I'm preparing I'm preparing so that I can be so financially uh, uh, prepared so that I don't worry about situations like that. The other thing is that because I don't have a lot of money, I went to, I, 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 you know, it's like when you, it's, I call it a poor decision. And I don't mean poor like you made a bad decision. Well, I, I do mean you made, made a bad decision, but you made it because you're poor, right? And, and I don't mean that you're literally poor, but, you know, you make those bad decisions when you have to compromise or you compromise your decision when you don't have enough money to make the right decision, which is to hire a company that's going to charge a lot more money, but they're going to do the job right. Or at least they have a company that has insurance that you can sue and get something back because that other guy, in the end, we can't sue him for anything because he doesn't have anything. We can win against him, but there's nothing we can sue him for. So we won't get money back. So the problem is not what you can't control. The problem is what I can control. So what I said, I said the problem is not this guy. The problem is that we just weren't financially prepared so that we can hire the right company, so that we can hire a company that, um, you know, and so that if anything happens, we're not that affected by it. You know, so I always focus on what we can control. And that is, that is the problems that I focus on, is the problems that I have control over solving. So... 
you know, I just want, I just hope that if you guys are going through a hard time in your life, look at the positive. Understand that this is an opportunity for you to grow and this is an opportunity for you to, you know, learn valuable lessons and the pain that you'll go through is the pain that's gonna fuel you to do something meaningful with your life, that's gonna fuel you to impact other people's lives. And I'm gonna end it there, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.